Hey, Rob, how's it going? Hey, Shannon, how you doing? Good to I'm see okay. you. Yeah, you too. I can't see you though. It just says Rob Alvarez. You're not sharing video with me. That's because it's really dark in my room and you might <laughs> not be able to see me anyway. <laughs> So yeah, so we are, uh, we are recording the Only in Fairfax podcast again. Uh, we're doing it safely uh, and social distancely uh, over Zoom. And um, so yeah. Which how, is the how, best way to do it. Exactly. Um, uh, how you been holding up? I've been doing really well. I've been working from home every day. And mm-hmm. I've also been um, spending a lot of, quite a lot of time uh, doing personal projects such as uh, catching up on some Netflix movies, reading some books, and also uh, doing some research on the internet on various topics. I'm even thinking about doing some of the free courses some of the universities are offering during this time. Oh, cool. That's great. Yeah, I've been, um, well, like my husband's working from home. Um, we also, we have a friend who's staying with us for the quarantine. Um, so that's been kind of, it's been kind of great. I was a little bit nervous about it, but it's been kind of great to have like another adult human in the house. Um, just, yeah, so we don't drive each other crazy. Um, <clears throat> and I will, t- I, I will tell you that it's been really, I, I've, I've been alone for big, big swaths of time. And it's, mm-hmm. it gets really, it gets stir crazy. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm not the only person like that. Yeah, no, we've been... Um, do and you know we've been doing so a lot of these Zoom calls, sort of virtual happy hours with people, um, just different groups. Like we did, uh, we did a one, two, three Bellinas alumni one the other night. Um, there's been a regular group from Gestalt House that's been getting together on Zoom. So that's that's been- wonderful. Um, that one's crazy because there's like 20 people on it at, at a given time. So it gets a little chaotic, <laughs> but it's, it's fun. And it's just good to see everybody's faces and stuff. Um, we did one. With, a, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just said we did one with my family yesterday, which getting my parents on was challenging for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm sure they enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Once, once, once they figured it out. Yeah. Basically I, I thought, you know, you know, a, I've got the time and B, uh, you know, people might be looking for something to listen to. They might be looking for information on how their neighbors are doing. So um, I thought it might be good to start start this back up again and see see what we can do with it. Um, that sounds so, great. I yeah, love so, it. <laughs> so for the first episode, um, back from hiatus, we'll call it, I uh, interviewed my friends Mario and Jerry. And um, they were on that cruise ship uh, that was you know, off, off the coast of San Francisco for a while, wasn't able to get back on, and then they were at Travis Air Force Base. Um, and we had a really good conversation about just their whole experience and how they're feeling now. Um, you and I are- That should be really interesting to-, to Yeah, yeah, we talked for over an hour. So I think what I'll probably do is uh, break that up into two episodes um, so that we're not making people, you know, listen for two hours straight. Um, I'm also going to be interviewing um, my friend and neighbor who's a nurse and has also been sewing uh, face masks for her colleagues since there is not enough protective gear yet. Um, and, um, and then, yeah, and then later on this week, you and I will be talking to Kaz from Hairfax. Um, so she owns Hairfax and she's also uh, president of the um, Fairfax Chamber of Commerce. Fantastic. So that, that'll be an exciting, exciting uh, 
conversation as well. I, I look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. And she's got, you know, she's got a lot of resources for um, small business owners and, and renters and, and, and stuff like that. She's already emailed me a whole bunch of information. And we'll get that all up in the show notes and everything. Um, so one thing I wanted to throw out there for folks who are listening is, you know, Hey, if you know if you have a story to tell and you're interested in being interviewed, please reach out. Um, we're at fairfaxpod at gmail.com. Um, or you can call us. We have a Gmail a Google Voice number. It's 415-852-7413. And uh, you can leave us a voicemail. We might use it on the air. Um, I don't know, sing us a song, whatever. <laughs> you can also yeah, record a, vo- a voice memo on your phone and email that to us as well. Um, exactly. And I actually want to do a shout out to the good fairies on next door who have been mm-hmm. helping the community in Fairfax and around Marin County with people who need um, help in either grocery shopping or p- picking up medications or doing a variety of different tasks for, for se- you know, seniors and even people who um, may not be able to get out because they're uh, somehow co- uh, their health is compromised. Really, really appreciate the community getting out there and helping. So. If, uh, if you are one that can actually part- donate some time, join uh, Good Fairies on Nextdoor. Or uh, if you do need help, feel free to, to post and, and join uh, Good Fairies as well to get some, um, uh, some support. That's great. That's awesome. Um, so I guess, uh, I don't know, let's listen to the interview. <laughs> great, let's do it. All right. <laughs> it's good to talk to you, Rob. You too. Okay. Hi, I'm here uh, talking to my friends uh, remotely and safely, uh, Mario and Jerry. Um, how are you guys doing? We're good. Not bad at all. Thanks for having <laughs> us. Yeah, thank you. So you guys had um, a big first today. You you went outside. Uh, you can you, uh, can you uh, like tell folks why, why you were inside and couldn't go out? Aside from the usual that everybody has. <laughs> today today was our first day out after being on um, a big ship, the Grand Princess. Um, I'm going to let Mario tell the story that goes with that. So, yeah, we were on the Grand Princess uh, cruise ship, which, uh, as everybody knows, uh, had a bunch of coronavirus all over it, apparently, uh, unbeknownst to us at the time that we left on the cruise. And uh, we ended up being uh, quarantined uh, in our room on the cruise ship for four days, uh, circling around uh, the bay out in San Francisco. Then we got shipped off to uh, Travis Air Force Base, where uh, we got tested. And uh, we were there under quarantine for about 14, 13 days, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and towards the end, uh, we got our results back. and. Jerry, we got separated. Uh, Jerry tested positive and I tested negative. And uh, I came home a couple of days after that. Why, I still have absolutely no idea. And uh, she came home a couple of days after me. So uh, yesterday was, well, our last day of actual quarantine. Official. Uh, official. My federal quarantine order ended yesterday. Mm. 
Uh, so today's the first day I am free. So yeah, we took a walk today. It was great. That's great. And you got to see uh, your daughter and your granddaughter. Hugs for the first time last night. Oh, oh man. Um, and, and Jerry, you said you, you didn't have any symptoms at all, right? You didn't absolutely nothing they took our temperature every morning before breakfast and then in the evening before dinner the whole time we were at travis and then when i went over to the hotel i stayed at um they took they took when i got there they actually didn't take my temperature i would have to take my own temperature and they would call me every morning and every night mm. um didn't really see any many people there i was in complete isolation for the most part wow yeah, when you test positive, uh, that's the, the second she tested positive, they had, they ripped her out of our room at Travis. Uh, an hour I had to Yeah, pack she had an hour and they were ready to rock and roll with her because they want her separated from me and everyone else as soon as possible. And, and she had, it was pretty much, there's yeah. shelter in place, then there's quarantine, and then there's isolation. And she was in medical isolation over there, which was kind of crappy. Yeah. Yeah. That was Camp Corona at Travis Air Force Base, and I went to Hotel Corona. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where was that? That was in San Carlos. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they drove me in an ambulance from Travis down to San Carlos. It was like an old, uh, I think it was a, Marriott. no, I think it was a Fairfield. Fairfield Inn. Fairfield Inn and Suite oh, wow. down in yeah. San Carlos. So it was like one of those, uh, yeah. Uh, it was an okay It was room. all right. But it's it's not it, th those places are classic because they're not you, when people looked up the address they we got a bunch of care packages from everybody so they look up the address and it says oh you're at the the Westward Inn you know and, I'm, <laughs> and they're like looking at the reviews and and oh that's not a bad place and I'm like and yeah, I know, so the every single Westward Inn employee has been sent home and it's now the you know the, the, CDC. the cdc disaster people running the hotel who don't even know where to find the soap and the toilet paper so, <laughs> right. so you guys had toilet paper no, i know right <laughs> we got to wait in line one roll at a time man <coughs> excuse me um well i mean i was i was reading mario you know you wrote um a lot of really illuminating updates uh on facebook as all of this was happening um man my heart was just in my throat when i saw that that jerry tested positive and uh i'm so relieved that everything turned out okay and that you guys are home and yeah and together and and all that yeah that was kind of strange that uh i had absolutely no symptoms mm -hmm. uh, and even after we got home we have been in the house like our granddaughter would stand at the bottom of the stairs and we were upstairs we just kind of wanted to make sure that yeah. we were cleared before we got anywhere close to them yeah it's 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 totally bizarre to, to, the no symptoms thing i mean our kind of theory is that i probably had it super early on uh, maybe on the, on the shift when we're and then had it in hawaii and I was asymptomatic and didn't show anything. And then she got it a little later and was asymptomatic. And it just happened to be during testing time. Just happened to be, yeah, she got tested during yeah. time. But, you know, now they're saying all over the place that even if you're asymptomatic, you can still spread this thing. So it's Absolutely. like you don't yeah. have, to, you know, you don't have to be coughing and feverish to give it to a bunch of people. So, you know, it's I could have had it in theory. I mean, it's it's horrible to think about it on the ship. And then, you know. 
rubbing my eyes and, 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 you know, touching stuff and giving it to, I don't know how many people. It's just, it's scary to see how fast it can spread without anyone having any clue that they have it or that they're right. spreading it. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it is really scary. And I mean, I know we've been uh, here at our house, like nervous about going to the store. Um, you know, Stephen, uh, my husband had to go, uh, he had to go to the vet today to pick up medicine for the animals. And my one dog is on a prescription diet. Um, and, you know, they, we had to call ahead of time and they met him in the parking lot and, you know, had masks and they're not even letting anybody into the clinic. and. Right. Yeah, we're, we're, we've got. We haven't really gone out yet into, I mean, we walked, but didn't touch anything, you know, and we're kind of, I'm kind of scared to go in. Well, we're super paranoid. I mean, you know, we're not, stuff that comes, we have a package delivered that my daughter brought up the stairs from a a welcome home gift from a a friend. And, you know, I, I wipe it, I wipe it down before I touch it. And I just do. We've got a place in our house. It's so it's total, you know, Roswell paranoia. But I've got right when you step in the front door, we have a cabinet. We call it our safe zone where when we come in, we take jackets and clothes and stuff off on the porch and come on in. Whatever we're carrying, we set it down and wipe it off. Then we go wash our hands and, you know, then we're all good. It's been wiped down. Our clothes from the outside or outside and we've got a hand wash and I just after being through all that crap you just we have to make sure that our house is at least safe you know because you know anywhere else is safe but at least you can keep your own little little micro environment safe you know yeah for sure um and this was I mean you you guys were on a cruise for for a milestone birthday Um, yeah and uh yeah, you, uh, you. But you said because you and I, we've been talking. So, <laughs> full disclosure to the audience, we've been having virtual happy hours. Yes, like, we every other night ish. <laughs> so fun! Oh my goodness, what really a blast! Really fun. Yeah, the crowd from Gestalt House, and um, it's chaotic but fun. There's like twenty people on them. Yeah. Um, but you, you said that you, you know, you said you would do a cruise again. Well, no. we, we, we <laughs> consider a cruise we again. Consider yeah. It, yeah. Okay. It's, we consider it. We kind of got to see how everything shakes out. You know, that, yeah. was, uh, that was a while back. We, we thought maybe, possibly, because we enjoy it a lot. We like the fact that we don't have to pack and unpack. I'm not a big get uh, to see a lot of places. airplane travel guy. And, and right. you know, I, it's no, no fun for me. And I'd, I'd like to get one place and stay. And this is with cruising, it's so cool. You can see you know like we did a mexico cruise we've only done three but the mexico i think we saw four or five different spots in mexico on one 10-day cruise and that's really hard to do by plane or whatever so we kind of we did the same thing uh to alaska Alaska. you know we we flew out of seattle we flew to seattle real quick and then hopped on a ship and we got to see four or five different places in alaska and we yeah it's badass. You just kind of decide where you want to go back to, you know, it's like, okay, Juno sucked, but man, catch a can was super fun or, or whatever the case is. You could just kind of, it, it's that's, and you never have to unpack, man. We have our same room the whole time. Uh, the ship travels while we're sleeping usually. So yeah. you don't really know. You just wake and up and you're someplace new. It's and there's, cool. there's a lot to do on the ship. Yeah. And all honesty, the crew members, 
really kind of make the cruise because it, while you're on the ship because every one of them are super friendly and their whole purpose is just to make sure you're happy all the time yeah we enjoy we like cruising it's just yeah. it's not it's there's two things it's now that's the safety is obviously the primary yeah, right. issue we got to see what happens because there's you know there's cruise ships like circling at sea right now with people if they just let that all in america one uh dock in florida that has four dead people on it it's oh, like no. coronavirus yeah it says yesterday they they were spinning around no one would let uh them dock and uh and they finally let them into florida i believe and they've got four dead from coronavirus well they don't say what it's from but i mean you know yeah anyway it, it's so that's the number one is safety and uh number two is we're, we're like we're not old I, and a lot of these crew man we are like we are the youngest people on these cruises by, by, by 10 years, I think. There were, there were probably 20 people that we came across on the ship about our age. We kind of would go out and we'd say, okay, let's look around and see who's kind of in our age range, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think maybe we found about 10 couples. Yeah. And the rest were probably 70 and older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't you think, Mario? <laughs> yeah um i believe i don't know i think that we were probably uh like the fifth youngest couple on a boat of three thousand people wow. so that'll give you kind of the demographics not including, on, the, not including the crew no no the crew were young yeah. i'm talking about the old people so you know people it, it's just a day it's just a different vibe so if it's safe and we can find if we know it's safe which i don't know how you do that and we can find a kind of a we, we've been choosing our cruises we've been letting our choosers cruise us you choose us we've been saying okay we have to go during this time and we want to go here this cruise ship fits i think we're kind of going to say this is a fun cruise let's go this is the right age range yeah. let's make time here, to here, find that cruise here's yeah. what i'm thinking about that though those cruises um usually are going to be people that are a little bit younger and they're gonna have kids and not be able to go during non non school times. Right. And we kind of do choose around not having a bunch of kids on the ship. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um so when when you were on on the boat on the ship and and you like when did you know something was wrong? I will I used to turn the TV on and always watch the channel that had the um map of where the ship was going oh yeah close we were getting to somewhere yeah in our and cabin I, we had a uh on the, on the flat screen there was a channel and all it showed was like it was old like uh uh it looked like pong you know from the old days graph <laughs> where right they yeah, just right. like just show the line nothing but they'd show the ship as like a dot and then the and line where, where we've been and where we're headed to yeah yeah and so i woke up once and i just turned the tv on and turned it to that channel and when we were heading to Ensenada to see how much closer we were and there was just a sharp turn to the left and Mario woke up and we were, yeah. we were like uh I think it was to the right but that's okay but it, it was towards San Francisco yeah anyway it was freaky. anyways it was weird then I said something's not right because we're supposed to be going to Ensenada and then in the morning I guess what about eight Did yeah the first uh in the morning 
early. The captain could come on and give us announcements uh, a few times a day. And one was always in the morning where he'd, you know, he'd come on and then the uh, someone else would come on and tell us about all the Zumba that's going on and all that fun stuff. Yeah, so the captain come, came on and said that, uh, his, that we're not going to uh, – go to Mexico at all. We're heading back to San Francisco because people ill there. Well, he said somebody had somebody on the voyage before us on our ship had tested positive for coronavirus. They didn't tell us he died. That's all. Yeah. They didn't tell us any of that. We got all that information later. What captain mm -hmm. told us was Someone on the ship before us has tested positive for coronavirus. So in the uh, whatever of safety or uh, some abundance of caution, that was his favorite term. Out of the abundance of caution, we are going to not go to Mexico and head back to San Francisco. But the crazy part is that that's when he told us that we're like, oh, shit, you know, there's coronavirus on the ship. But they didn't put us in quarantine then. We had a full 24 hours after that where we were, everyone was still, everything was open, all the restaurants, bars, it was party time. And the only thing is there were 62 people from that previous voyage that they sent to their rooms and they were then isolated to their rooms. But everybody else on the ship that had been spending how many days, maybe 10 days already with those people. Yeah. We're allowed to wander around the ship wow. and have lunch in the buffet and the restaurant. crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so we were all still allowed out and mm -hmm. not into our cabins at the point where they had the, the CDC. We were still – the CDC helicopter came and dropped off some CDC personnel and test kits. And the second – that was 24 at least, maybe 36 hours after we switched direction towards San Francisco – and uh, once the CDC personnel got there and saw what was going on, I think there might have been some kind yeah. of disconnect. We were all watching like and videotaping the five minutes later after in. they landed. They're like, everybody get to your cabin and do not leave your cabin. You're not allowed to your cabin anymore. And you're quarantined. And I think the CDC got there and goes, what? Why are these people? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Why are they not in their rooms? Who's running this freaking asylum? So, yeah, so then we were, yeah, then we get, hit our rooms. and So and during, during, the, during the time then um, when they told everybody to go to their rooms, we, I had just videotaped the helicopter, and then I said, well, I think I'm just going to go do laundry, you know, and so I went down and started doing laundry, and then they announced, everybody get your lunch, because at, when lunch service is over, everybody needs to go to their room. So wow. I'm like the laundry mat, finishing up the laundry, thank goodness, because all these people got to Travis, and they're like, There's how do no we get our laundry done? How Travis. do we get our laundry done? And so. I had just done it all. Wow, so that's so lucky. My room was straight from the laundry room. Crazy part is we got to, uh, when they announced the quarantine in your room, people just started to trip. You know, obviously, you were kind of expecting it, because we were actually kind of wondering why it it didn't happen immediately when they found out there was coronavirus on the voyage before ours. So we're, mm -hmm. we're, you know, Jerry and I are still, we're not running around touching stuff and, you know, hugging people, but <laughs> it was, it was crazy because they go, okay, get back to your room. Uh, you know, don't hang out, get back to your room. You can go grab lunch, then go back to your room. You should have seen, it was like the, the toilet paper lines. Now you should have seen the lines the for food at the buffet. Yeah. People 
just got that immediate like hoarding mentality or Mm -hmm. you know the 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 old people would have just like four pounds of fruit each in a bowl and and you know some people would have like just 15 rolls and it was just a job it was crazy yeah it was crazy and And then sorry go ahead yeah go ahead i was just gonna say then when you um well i I don't want to skip ahead i was gonna ask you about getting to travis but if you were gonna i was just gonna add that so when we got to our room everybody's in their room and turns our tv on to cnn oh to cnn which announced that that was the following morning, yeah. Yeah, they announced that the... Well, it, was, um, uh, it was the press conference. It was, yes, it was... Pence, a, right. Right, right. Uh-huh. They announced that they were not going to let the Grand Princess dock. Well, they also announced why, and they said that uh, uh, we saw the CDC copter land with the CDC people and the testing, and they said they tested, I think, 46 people on the ship, so... We were waiting for the captain to come on that morning and give us the, the this is what's happening. You know, this is happening. We were all freaking out about, okay, is it out of these 46 people? Is it all over the freaking ship? What are we doing? We're in our rooms. Is it, are we safe? And, and we're not hearing anything and, and we're watching TV and the, uh, we see vice president Pence on the, on the, on a press conference at the oval office saying how many positives yeah, there saying were. that there were 21 positives, 21 positives and that we weren't going to be able to dock. Yeah. And, and we're sitting here and yeah. nobody knew anything. The captain, the, the captain comes on like 10 minutes later and announces it to us when everybody on that ship is just wondering what's going on. And the crazy part is the captain, you could tell, our, some of our sailor friends, or our seafaring friends, I don't know if you call them sailors anymore, but have told us that being captain of a something that big is not figurehead. It's 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 a serious gig because yeah. it's like uh, I think they fly under the Jamaican flag. It's like its own little country out there. And he came on like ten minutes after Pat Pence's press conference and said, uh, "You could you could just hear the anger in his yeah, voice." Yeah, he, he upset. said, "I'm sorry." we were not informed we were as surprised as you were you know he just you could tell he was pissed off but uh uh still to find out from the television and not from right princess. right and if you hadn't had the tv on right then like our family at home's watching this and oh gosh. you know we we just luckily had our tv on i don't i think there were probably a lot of people on that ship that didn't see that I'm sure. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of the elder, the, I say elderly, a lot of the older people, they said the average age on the ship was a little over 70. Right. So, you know, these, I'm not sure these people are like rocking Facebook and, and, you know, right. fi- tuned in to, I mean, they could be to communicate with, yeah, who knows, but my you know, mom is, my mom's in her seventies and she's all over Facebook. My dad rocks it but, too. You know, Jerry's mom does. Yeah. So. But I would say for the, a lot of, of those people, there were people that we met that were 96 years old. I mean, a, lot, a, a, a couple, once we got to Travis, we met a few people that were in their 90s. And that's a high-risk group. That must be exactly. scary for them. Of course, that's scary for them. Yeah. It was, yeah. And then, you know, then we were, like, on the ship for a few days, and the you know, the ship was, they were doing the best they could to bring us our food and make sure everybody got three meals a day, but it was so random because 
they were starting to run out of food. So they were just trying uh, to get stuff together. They were terrified too. I mean, the, the poor ship staff had to work and smile and serve us. And feel the same and, way we do. And probably. they were terrified because of out of the uh, 20, out, when the positive tests came back, I think out of the 21, it was like 19, 19 of them were staff. So oh. these poor people are trying Still to make us happy and with a smile and bring us our towels and, you, know, you know and there's people abusing them yeah you know like mad because their food's late and i'm just going oh my gosh yeah, cut them you know and, that, and, and we met a few people a few of the crew members on the ship and the one girl that is in my mind quite a bit she worked at one of the bars we went to and she, after our she we were dropped off supposedly to be dropped off she was going back to Hawaii, getting off and flying home for her three-month vacation with her three children. Because they do, they're like teachers. They, they're like nine months on. Yeah. So, yeah, they do nine months on, three months off contracts. And uh, so she was off when we got back to San Francisco for three months. Hadn't seen her kids in nine months. Right. And, oh, and then that's yeah, having then, to stay then on then the ship. she has to quarantine and, and right. uh, She's from Philippines. I think, like most of those places, people on the ship were from the Philippines. Them, yeah. yeah, most of the time. Yeah. yeah, so that was it. Was it was all right? We we did some boarding ourselves in our cabin. Yeah. We had uh, <laughs> the the regular room service line didn't work. Uh, room service when you called it, you could get cookies, fruit, and water. Oh, water or tea or. Something I don't think like coffee, that. just yeah. water or tea, right? So that was room service, but they had a separate beverage line where you could supposedly get Drinks. sodas, juice, and alcohol. Well, they'd only serve us one drink a piece. At first, it was two. Like the first, the first half night. day, yeah. The first so day, it was like two. Then drinks. it was uh, one drink a piece each time you called, and it sounds great, but it took like an hour to an hour and a half to get to through on the line and then oh, once you yeah, once through. you got through it took an hour to an hour and a half for the actual two drinks to get there so you actually got a drink every two to three hours which doesn't do anybody any good so you have to uh, <laughs> as soon as they knock on the door give you your drink you get back on the phone yeah, and start so, calling so we would uh <laughs> we decided we would drink like every third day just because uh, so we could stock up a little because we had once we knew we were going to travel so a couple times when we'd call down on the line we recognized one of the bartenders from one of our bars a that nice guy. a really nice guy um and we would recognize his voice and we were talking to him and he would send us like two or three like a couple beers and a shot at one time Aww. we got like two of those twice a couple times <laughs> so we just kind of saved up yeah it was uh it was it was our own kind of rationing. <laughs> so when you got to Travis, then you had you guys had a bunch of uh, beers in yeah. your bag. Yeah, that was pretty much all. We had one suitcase full of clean clothes that Jerry washed, and a couple of bags of uh, miscellaneous electronics, and a suitcase full of stashed beer. Yeah, that was <laughs> pretty good. And then once you got to Travis, um, if I'm not mistaken, just from what you wrote. Um, you guys weren't isolated there at first, right? That, that's what everyone freaked about, uh, Shannon. It was the craziest part is when we got there, you would think after, you know, so the Diamond Princess people, the one in Japan where like 700 people on board got it and a bunch of people died, they were quarantined like a month and a half earlier in the exact same building 
Yes. In Travis. So mm -hmm. these people were, I mean, they've done this before, right? So right. They're, they're sending the same exact problem to the exact same place. So we kind of figured it was all, we're, all we're safe, were right? Out. But when they, when they chucked us all on the same bus coming off the ship and gave us all sandwiches to eat on the bus, uh, I'm going, when you're this, supposed to be wearing a mask. Yeah, this doesn't seem right. They yeah. tell us to wear a mask and they chuck us sandwiches. So we get to, we get to Travis and for the first two days there were uh, community, there were lines where you were six inches away from each other standing in line for food. They just dump all the food in the lobby and you'd have and to wait in line and get it. Up there. there was like it wasn't my, even lines at first. My favorite was they had one of those Costco uh, uh, like tubs of those mini moo coffee creamers. Oh yeah. And it would just rip the top off. So if you wanted them, you'd just, you just dig your in. hand oh in and after grab a handful, else. Right? Uh, And lines of people are waiting up to do this, to get the French vanilla and the half and half. And I'm, Jerry and I are just looking at each other going, And And opening, what up, the opening up the cooler to get a yeah, soda the out. Doors, and the coffee spigot to get your coffee out. It, everybody's just. Everybody's worst example was the coffee spigot because there was probably a 150 person deep line for coffee. <laughs> and. They were all using the same spigot, and nobody had gloves, and nobody was wearing a mask. I will say the first day, though, the first day there weren't even lines. There were just crowds of people trying to get. They, yeah, like they true. thought they were going to run out of food or drinks or something. They just everybody just, just crowded crazy. in there, and they got it together after like day three, three. I think they started doing food delivery to your room. So there would be the, the floor first. to the floor, right? So the first day there were four floors in our building, and they deliver it to the lobby outside the elevator, and then everyone would just congregate and line up in the lobby and and breathe all over each other and touch everything. So then they they wised up on day four and figured, stay in your room. We're going to deliver food to your right. room. This you know because people were we had a conference call. Uh, Starting on, I think, day four, four. Yeah. where people started to say, what the f uh, What's going on here? Nobody yeah. in you can swear on this podcast. It's okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right. nobody had any instructions of when we got there, they gave you this little pamphlet, and it would say, like, stay six feet apart, wear your mask if you leave your room. But no one had any clue about how to get things you needed, Basic how to get services. Because like I said earlier, there was no hotel staff. It was <laughs> it was disaster people this which is a question but who was running the the cdc the hhs yeah it, uh, health and human services and the cdc were running right. it but it was pretty much the cdc's ball game there Gave wasn't any until, until, military personnel there so there wasn't any travis people at all no, it was no. our own little like roped off oh, I mean, fenced, fenced off, off pl place so they fenced off probably you the, know, the around the outside, the 50, 50 yards around all the walls of the hotel. Grounds. Yeah, the hotel grounds. And it was federal marshals, so it was the feds. It was the CDC. Hmm. It was the uh, yeah, we, they had health like and human the, services. They were, outside the fence, they'd have these spotlights they'd turn on at night, and there were like oh uh, federal they, marshals they surrounding us, they lit us in up their like suburban. The 4th of July. Or, yeah, and guarded us basically from it was those huge generators that you have to pull with a truck those trailer generators that yeah. those big Lights. light poles with the six huge or eight huge spotlights and they had like 10 of those around the whole place and they just lit us up at, at night like night sun in case 
I, well, I don't know and if it was a case we were trying to escape or if SUVs, someone was trying to. to yeah, and every 30 to 40 feet, there was somebody in an American SUV with black, blacked out windows yeah. with their lights Ooh. on. Just, yeah, it was Yeah, the lights shit. on the way. You pointed yeah. at the building. Yeah, it was like, uh, 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 I don't know what it was like. Like X Files shit. Totally, man. It was. It was creepy. It was kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm just, it's, it's really bizarre to me that. You know, you know, the CDC gets on your boat and they're like, get your shit together, get these people in their rooms, but then the same organization is running. <laughs> you know, here's what I think. I don't know how many people came from the diamond there, but I think they were trying to get like 900 people checked in into a room, oh. get their luggage within the shortest amount of time, which was right. But then there was like, even when people were leaving quarantine, like 13, 14 days later, there were still people who had not received their luggage from getting off the ship. Yeah. We, yeah. We, uh, there was a sea of luggage outside for the first three days. But Shannon, I think kind of, I'm not trying to cut them some slack because everything sucked. I mean, the food sucked, the, the, everything sucked. But that's not their gig. They're not in the hotel running business. But sure. you would have thought that from dealing with this shit before that they would have kind of an idea of how to do it. But what we were told by the staff there was that this was on a bigger scale by th that we had like 900 people there and they only had like 70 people there or something from the diamond princess, the one from Japan. Mm -hmm. So it was like, this was, and if and they had 70 people, that's like, I mean, come on, that's gravy. Yeah, and I talked to someone that worked there that also told me that they had the whole setup there with, you know, how to handle everything, and everybody had just left because they were there for the diamond, and they just left and had to come back in because the staff that or the CDC and HHF, they don't stay on the property. They stay somewhere else, so they have tents set up, and, you know, so – they did say that they had just left and all had to come back from all, you know, all over the country. People come in. Yeah. So do you think, Jerry, that like, is, is there a chance that your positive test that you contracted it there at Travis? I, my personal opinion, either Mario had it and I contracted it from him Mm -hmm. or I contracted it at Travis the first couple days. Wow. Isn't because by the time the test results came back, it would have been the I don't timing. Think so. I disagree. We have different thoughts on this. I mean, my timing is that I probably had it early on the ship, like mm -hmm. early, like the first few days, whatever, or maybe I didn't. Jerry probably got it towards the later part on the ship, you know, to it, whenever you know she could have got it any she could have got it from the room service guys you know it, it could have come a million ways but i think she got it on the ship and just tested positive for positive i mean it's possible she could have got it the first few days we were at travis but once we were on that bus off that well i mean once we were in our room mm -hmm. at on the ship quarantined we were pretty we were still wiping down our stuff yeah. We're yeah, we guys were super responsible and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once we heard once that we shit heard was that, on our ship, we're like yeah. we turned into like you know. And that's we were, why that's why it either has to be at Travis or early on in the ship. And I don't, I think One it was early two. on in the ship because maybe I got it and gave it to her. So maybe she got it and incubated it for ten days or whatever. Oh. 
you know, I that's whatever. The incubation, the incubation period could be 14 days. So she could have got it the, you know, first day on the ship and it incubated or, even or the last, the day, last day or whatever. It, it's, and, you know, we went to the casino a bit. So everybody touches those machines. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we went in the buffet and for the now toward the end, they were serving the food at the beginning. And I do have to say, when, ever since we've been on the ship, when you would walk up to the buffet to go into the buffet, there was someone standing there telling you to wash your hands. Or any restaurant. Yeah. Any, yeah. So you wash your hands and go through the buffet. But then they, toward the end, they, they started. They did, they did what I they mean, could. they did what they could yeah. as finding things out as well, you know. So, yeah, it's a, uh, I think Jerry got it sometime on the cruise. I don't have any idea if I got it or not, but uh she got it sometime on the cruise or in the i doubt she got it those first two days at travis only because like i said we were like we, we posted a picture on our our facebook chronicles of this thing of her like the big lines the first two days and she was like I standing be, she was like standing I, behind a bush taking a picture standing behind some tree like holding yeah. the camera up so she didn't have to get near the line so we were like we're like, look at these. And I think she even commented nice social distancing or something like that. Yeah. To the, so I'm yeah. like, this is crazy. These people just don't freaking get it. So I'd be really surprised if she got it at Travis. Okay. I mean, yeah. I kind of almost am thinking about it now. I didn't touch any, anything. I didn't get any coffee. And Mario always would go get my Coke and go get, you know, he, and I'm like, I'm a Nazi sanitizer. I'm like, you know, so, <laughs> When we got up to the room, we took care of things. So, yeah, I kind of think it was on the ship. I think so, too. When you take into consideration it can incubate for 14 days, you just really never have any freaking idea when you got it, you know? Yeah. When but, were we I think we were tested the 16th? 15th? I think we were tested on the, on the 15th, yeah. Yeah, the 15th, and we had been there maybe a week or we, so. We were, we were there tested on the 15th, and, yeah, we got – and then they removed her on the 20th. yeah. So we were there already about a week. So yeah. if I had contracted, I would think probably on the ship by the time it I showed up. I would think up. so too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think that's a good place to, to end part one of the interview. And uh, we will get the second part up as soon as we can. Yeah. What an amazing story. And I, I'm looking forward to that second part. Um, episode. Really, really good. Great interview. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, it, it was really great talking to them, and I'm just so happy they're home and safe and able to go outside again. Um, exactly. This is this uh, COVID-19 has impacted so many of us at this time, and it's really interesting to hear different stories. Yeah. And I'm so glad you were able to capture this one. This is a, a fantastic, really, really interesting story about their adventure and you know, what happened to them, um, you know, after they disembarked a cruise ship. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And like I said, you know, folks listening, if, if you have stories you want to share, please reach out. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fairfax Pod. And if you want to email us, you can do that at fairfaxpod at gmail.com or leave a message at 415-852-7413. And we might play your voicemail on a future episode. And Shannon, it was great connecting with you this week. Yeah, great, great connecting with you too. And um, I will talk to you soon. Yep, stay indoors and stay safe. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Wash your hands. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and your feet. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.